On tonight's show, we have life coach and actress, Pamela Ricardo. And now, for your host, Cool Card. There you go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Kicking It With Cool Card. This is episode 176. I am your host, Cool Card. Thank you guys for tuning in. If this is your first time, I do invite you to subscribe so I can continue bringing you the great guests that I always bring on here to bring you value, drop gems. This is all for you. I do this for you. Can't do it without you. I can't say that enough. All right. Tonight, I have Pamela Ricardo. She is a return guest. She is a repeat. Um, she is now a life coach. Uh, before... We were talking fitness, nutrition. She had her app Body by Pam. She's, she was doing a thing, and she's she's doing even more, all right? She, um, I'll let her tell it, all right? I'm not going to say it all, but she's really, really changing lives. Um, she is um, an integral part of people's lives, women's lives, and she's doing it all for purpose. This is her purpose. She's fulfilling her purpose, and we invite you to fulfill your purpose as well. So please stick around. Please stick around. This will be a profound conversation. I guarantee you every time we link up, it is a great conversation. Gems are dropped. It's all love, great energy. So I guarantee you, you don't want to go nowhere. I'm bringing on Pam right now, y'all. Let's get it. Episode 176. We kicking it. Hey there, it's Pamela Ricardo. I am beyond proud of where I am today. I've gone through some tough times, including losing my brother, jobs, being homeless, abusive relationships, and losing both of my parents in just a 13 months time frame. But I never gave up on my dreams. And now I've built a consulting, coaching, and speaking business. Through my journey, I discovered my passion and my purpose in life. And now I get to do the same thing for women all over the world. Mentoring other women has changed my life and I'm honored to help others achieve their best life through the skill sets I share. I've spent years mastering my proven processes and I've been able to transfer my knowledge to celebrities, public figures, and superstar women who wanna make a difference. My training and live events have impacted lives all over the world. I wanna share my life's work with you. Pammy! Hey! Where did I go? <laughs> Hold on, let me get me in the picture here. <laughs> Where you at? There I go, there I go, there I go. Welcome back! Oh, it's so good to be back on your show. I love chatting with you. Yes, yes, yes. It's always good energy, great conversation, good vibes. It's all love, like I was saying in the intro, man. So I'm happy to have you back. Thank you for wanting to come back and talk about your new adventure, um, 
I mean, it's kind of it kind of tailed off from wh what you were doing because I think we talked a little bit about that on the tail end of the last interview. But I'm so happy to see that you like fully have do you dove in and here you are. Like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love it. I love to see the level up, the glow up. <laughs> For real, <laughs> the glow up. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We were talking in this direction last time. I yeah. didn't know that it was leading to that. Quite frankly to be yeah. the next thing. And yeah, it, it just has been flowing like water without, you know, of course not without its challenges, but definitely came into my life and hit me just like the other career paths have been hitting me. They come with a purpose to lead me to the next thing, to the next thing, so. Yeah, that's yeah. when you know you're right where God, you know, wants you to be. You're, you're, you are where you are supposed to be when it just flows, you know what I'm saying? Effortless. Yeah, like you said, you have a couple of ups and downs, you know, challenges, everything, every path is going to have a speed bumps. But I mean, you're you're successful and you're doing it. And I see that you're you're having results for these women that, you, you know, you, you're putting your hands on and all that. So let's pray, though, before we dive okay. in, because I know us, we'll get to talking. Okay. <laughs> Ridiculous we are. <laughs> I know we'll get to talking, so let's pray real quick. Did I pray with you last time? Did, was I doing that? I don't know, but I love it though. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for this platform, for bringing us together, bringing us back together. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we're so gracious and thankful for that. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for Pam coming on, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, to just share her gifts and her talents, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and her passions and her desires. We just thank you for just allowing us to be here to celebrate her, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for just giving us life, love, happiness, the food on our table, clothes on our back, shoes on our feet, all the little things that we may overlook at times. Lord Jesus, you know our hearts. Lord Jesus, we just thank you. We give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise, and we pray and ask that you just guide us and carry us through this interview that is just a simple conversation. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just want to humanize the interview and just have a great conversation and, cl and clear and transparent, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. so good. Amen. That's so funny you mentioned like the gratefulness. I'm really starting to see more of that being um, truly important for my life. I'm moving right now. So I was packing up stuff today, small room that I have in the front here. And I had this closet and I was just putting little stuff away. And I was like, just feeling the gratefulness of all the things that I have, like the small yeah. stuff, you know, picture yeah. frames and old notebooks that I wrote my dreams in. And like, I'm coming across all these memories and I'm just like, I'm so grateful for yeah. these little moments. Yes. That means you're tapped into the right now. Cause so many people out here are, are so locked in to cyber, cyberspace, to these apps, to their phones and they're, they're missing every day right now like mm. like i speak to kids who don't even know how to get back home why because every time they're in a car they're like this yeah that's so true they don't even know how to get back home they that's couldn't scary even tell the they could get kidnapped exactly they can't even tell you turn by turn how to get back home because they're always in the phone <laughs> not not that's not so looking true. out enjoying nature and observing you know what i'm saying it's crazy. Yeah. There's, there's adults like that. So there's adults like that. There's adults like that. So you're tapped into the now because you're being grateful of all the little things. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Somebody who's distracted is passive. It's passive. It, they could care less. 
So you're grateful yeah. for the now. You're grateful for where you are. You know what I'm saying? And you can reflect on where yeah. you came from. So yeah, man. What episode I did I forgot to look back. Do you recall which episode was the last interview? Has it been over a year? It has been over, it's been a, year, over right? a year. It's been over a year, I yeah. think. I think I was like something in the double digits, and you're up into the hundreds now. Yeah, yeah, it almost hitting so, two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was, you've been working. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, um, thank you. Likewise, yeah, it's been at least a year. Thank you. It's yeah. been at least a year, I believe. So yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was heavy in the health coaching, and I think the life coaching kind of was hitting me shortly yeah. after that, and it's been a little, a little under a year now with the life coaching. So yeah, it's been okay. a year with you and I for sure. Okay. Question for you. First question I got for you. What was there like a moment or was there an event that happened that was pivotal that was pivotal in your transformation? I won't say transformation because you were headed there, but just sliding right into that. Cause it, you know, you kind of ease right, you ease your way right on into the life coaching. Was there something that pivoted your life and said yeah. and, and, and allowed you to say, okay, this is it. Yeah, it was like, I kept asking God to like, I thought I needed a mentor and I hadn't had one, right? So I was like, I went on Eventbrite and I was looking for events to go to that were gonna like, just, I don't know, introduce me to a new crowd of people. So I went to one, um, not Toastmasters, but it was like speaking for newbies. Okay. And <clears throat> I went to the event and I there's this man there and he was speaking on how to get speaking engagements and things like that. And I remember it just hitting me that that's what I was supposed to be doing. There was okay. stuff that he was stating and his background was very like difficult. And he came from like, he had a hard knock life for sure. And I always said that I wanted a mentor or I wanted to be somewhat led by someone who had a past that kind of not necessarily mirrored mine, but I love meeting people who've got like a story from the past. Mm -hmm. And I get to see that trial to the, you know, to the triumph. And yeah. he had that and it like was hitting me and I was like, okay. And so once I went to that event and I met him, I ended up um, bringing him on to be my, my coach. And we would be on our sessions and he'd be like, you're such a speaker, but you're also a coach. You're also a life coach. And I'm like, you think so? And he's like, yeah, hundred percent. And then we just like totally segued from being overly concerned with the speaking engagement part to me focusing on my coaching business. And okay. the more I started to work in that direction, the more I realized that that's really where I wanted to go. And that's, that was the pivotal moment. Just talking to somebody who saw me and saw me from a business mindset and saw me from like a, um, uh, he saw that I could help women by the way I was telling him my story okay. and um, he helped me figure that out and then I just kept praying about that and then God kept sending me particular women there was women that would DM me or send me a message or comment on a photo and the things that they would say to me made me feel like um, I could really be of assistance to them they were very unique stuff that people would say to me and I was like oh, yeah. oh that's up my alley Right. maybe I can help you oh that's that's something that I, I actually just went through. Let me show you how I kind of maneuvered through that. Or, oh yeah, well, I've done that before. I can, it was like those kind of moments kept happening frequently and right. it caused me to have to learn and study and get my certification and like learn how to properly do my sessions. But I knew that I was gonna have the training, but I knew I already had the training. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you just, had to, get, you, you just had to polish it. 
right? And yeah. so I was like, okay, I've done that before with acting. I've done that before with my fitness business. So I'm really using the tools I had from those two businesses to go into this new, you know, life coaching part of my life. And I just used those tools from before and just been applying those diligently. You know, it hasn't been smooth sailing every single day, but there's definitely something about it that makes me feel like I'm 100% in my purpose yeah. for this part of my life, you know? Yeah. Um, there's just those moments you just know, like, oh, this is like God ordained. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, and that was nobody but God sending those women into your DM and then you, you being able to decipher what they're really needing or what they're really trying to say. Because I'm pretty sure they would yeah. talk around it, you know? Right. Pretty sure they would. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty sure yeah. it would be direct, and you, you were, you were able to decipher. So that's nobody but God, you know, working through you, for sure. Hundred percent. And then also 100%. with the with the speaking engagement, come on now, this is going to make room for that, one hundred percent, all day. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It actually like has helped me tailor my speeches, so I'm prepared okay. now to okay. give speeches. But sometimes I think as speakers. They, we think we have to have a, an array of topics to speak on, but it's not even about having an array of topics. It's about knowing some steps of how you get through things in life and yeah. finding a way to tell that story through your own experiences in a way that keeps an audience engaged. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're a speaker. So, you know, it, it was, it was me thinking way too hard about, can I do speaking engagements? Can I, can I, can I? Yeah. And then when I did one, I was like, oh, I can do this. Simple. You know, because you already know how to articulate your feelings and, and your emotions and the, and the past and how it affected you. You're able to articulate that. A lot of people can't. And see, when yeah. you can, you'll second guess yourself because you've never got on that platform and done it. But you already know you can articulate yourself because you know how you have affected people already. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So you know you can articulate yourself. You just don't know how effective it is on a on a stage. But right. that's just us being in our head. Because if you're articulate and you're you know you're passionate about what you are passionate about, right. it's gonna come through. That's why it's so imperative we know ourselves. You know what I mean? I yeah. think the more you know yourself, the more confidence it creates. Yes. The more I got to know me, the more I started breaking my system down, the more I started to see how I was applying my system to my clients and seeing it actually work, I realized putting that plan in motion was making me more confident. Therefore, when I got on stage, the confidence created, the action behind what I've been doing created more confidence for myself. And I think that's the key. Like, if you want to be confident in something, you just got to get really good about it. You yeah. got to get really good at it. Just keep yeah. getting better and better and better at it because the better you get at it, Cause I remember, you know, I'm sure with your first show, you probably were like, I don't know, but we gonna do this. And look <laughs> yeah. at you, 170, what, 170 something episodes. Yeah, 76, like, yeah. And you're yeah. so confident, you know? And it's like, but people think you've been that way every single time. And I'm sure there's times you're about to go on and you're like, cause we're human. Cause I know for yeah. me, before I get on a session, I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, we all because you care message. about it. You care about yeah. it. And you want to give it your best, you know what I'm saying, at, at all times. Yeah. And yeah. We, like you said, we're human. Sometimes we mm -hmm. get in our heads. We get emotional, you know. But what I want to say to you is that you are, you're, you're very articulate. You can articulate your emotions and desires and all that, right? What happens is, and I, I can tell this, you know, I don't, I haven't known you that long, but I can tell that you are confident in who Pam is and you are confident in knowing that you are okay with who Pam is, where she is, where, whenever that time is. And if there's things to work on, you're okay with that. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. why you're able to get through to these women and you're able to be an example and a light. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're confident in who you are whenever, whenever, whenever you're confident in who you are, whenever it is, is what I'm trying to say. Right? Yeah. Because even Thank if there's you. things that you, you look in that mirror and you be like, oh, Pam, I need to work on this. But you're okay with that though. See, that's, yeah. the, that's the difference. People look in that mirror and they see that reflection and they don't like who they see. And they're not okay with it. And then right. it, it, it puts up a roadblock. Now they're blocking mm -hmm. themselves from making that change because all they're worrying about and, and, and basically uh, dwelling on is what they don't like. Right. But you got to understand, okay. that's just a that's just a, a, a time. It's, it's a point in time. You know what I'm saying? All things come yeah. to pass. So you have to yep. know that you're just in a stage. You're just in a phase. God's not finished with you yet. So right. how about you figure out what God is showing you and the resources and the tools that he's providing right in front of you because most times right. it's right in front of you to make you a better you. It's yep. simple, but yep. it's not simple. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not, but it is. <laughs> yes. Because it's, it's a matter of, like you said, that self-awareness is so imperative. Like uh. that is like the first step of my coaching model. It's like, we got to do an analyzation. Let's do a self-analyzation. Let's keep yep. it all the way real. Like, and I'll let them talk and then I'll tell them what I heard and you let me know if I'm correct or not. And basically what that does is it's sometimes you got to hear your own mess out loud out of your own mouth, you know, before you fully yep. recognize it, because you might hear it in your head sometimes. Like I probably could lose a couple of pounds. I probably shouldn't eat so much sugar. I probably mm -hmm. need to go to bed a little bit earlier. I probably, but when you get on the phone with a coach or you speak to someone who's maybe not your best friend or somebody you don't know like that or a coach, right you there's a transparency that naturally is going to come out of you because you don't know me like that <laughs> and um you know i'm not here to make you feel perfect i'm here to help you fix whatever needs to be fixed and i think that's that's what we kind of all need some kind of mentor of course god is number one but when it comes to building yourself up to go to the next level in your life having someone by your side is absolutely the most helpful thing you can do it's yeah. an accountability thing too so once you decide I want to become a speaker. You don't start because you're thinking to yourself, the first step is what? And then right. you don't start because you don't know what the first step is, right? Because it yep. seems so grand to think of seeing you right now and then also imagining how you can get on a stage speaking in front of a Tony Robbins crowd. Yep. It's very un unrealistic, right? So yeah. we just don't do it at all because the idea of it is so overwhelming. It makes us just say, I'll, I'll start tomorrow, I'll start Monday, or I'll look into mm -hmm. it later. We'll mm -hmm. all look, we'll look into it later for years. Yeah, and then absolutely. we'll look up, and it's nothing, you know. And it's just we made it so hard because we made it so big so soon. It's like we're A B C D E F and over here. We not A H M right. Z because you need to understand <laughs> these steps because you're gonna need every single one of them at some point. Yeah, and they're all imperative. And I think people just think that they should fast track everything because they're seeing everybody else on social media going from A to Z before their eyes. Not yep. knowing these people are renting apartments to shoot these videos yes. in. Not knowing yep. that that person rented that car on Turo this weekend to take all those photos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Not knowing somebody got surgery to lose all that weight that quickly. Right. There's, you know, all these like microwave things happening in the world that are making people take away process. Process is everything because yeah. you will not respect where you get if you do not go through a process. You will not respect it. You will yep. throw it to the trash as soon as it gets hard, but unless you put in some hard ass work real quick, you yep. ain't gonna throw that towel in because you done put in all this work. 
work. Yes. You might be tired for a day, but tomorrow you're going to wake up and be like, I did not pay for that LLC, <laughs> buy that, you know, get that coach. Da, da, da. You're going to be like, I just had a bad day. It's not a bad life. It's a bad day. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And you will get right back on your train because when you don't put in the effort, you can throw it away. It's like when yep. someone gives you something for free, you don't value it. But if I charge you $7,000, you're going to show up. Damn I right. promise. Yeah. Let me give you yep. a free car tomorrow. You're going to be like, all right, cool. You probably won't even lock the door sometimes. Right. You just don't give yeah. a damn because it's free. But if I yeah. gave you that, if I give you that car and you spend top dollar on it, you gave me your last to get that car, you're going to be shining that thing up every single day. Yep. You're going to be yep. dust on the floor. You're going to pick it up and throw it up <laughs> because you're going to value it because you invested in it. Exactly. We don't value what we don't invest in and people don't want to invest anymore. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why they don't have any character and that's why there's not a lot of action being seen. We just see A to Z's all day long on the internet. A to Z. A to A, a, to a and then Z. Z. <laughs> Nobody wants to show the real journey in between. No. That's why we're here. That is why yeah. we're here. Gotta know the journey in between. And that's what people are longing to see. All that cap and all that nonsense people are showing. Yeah, it's cool, right? Right. But people really do want to know the grit they want to know when you were in the mud what did you do to get up out that mud how did you get unstuck did you watch creed have you watched the creeds did you not love uh, all the rocky movies i love seeing somebody go from here to here i like seeing the journey i like the yes. day you fell and decided you're going to give up and then the next day yes. you got back up that's the hero's journey. That's what we live for in movies. Would you watch a movie if the lead character just no. had a great sunny disposition Listen, through the whole movie? What, that's, why there's, that's why there's so much depression out here. You know why? Because everybody's seeing the quote-unquote end point of whatever mm -hmm. somebody has done, right? The, the glitz and the glamour. And they see that and they want that. And they just don't know the steps to get there. But nobody's showing them. How to how to get there? Nobody's showing in the steps, so they feel stuck. They just they right. want it so bad, but they just don't know the steps, and nobody's willing to tell them without charging them a bunch of money. And here's the thing: they charge them a bunch of money and still leave them with a cliffhanger. Yep. So they want more money, so they can get more money, <laughs> right? So yep. Ooh, that's true. So, so depression sets in. It's like yeah. I, I feel stuck. I can't get that. I want that so bad, and that's why scamming is so big right now. Everybody's scamming, trying to get what they see on social media. Everybody's Everybody. doing this. Everybody's doing that. It's so crazy. It is so crazy. I never seen so much scamming until that pandemic hit, and everybody had those loans, and everybody Man. was just pretending to have all this stuff. And I'm over here like, am I working too hard? <laughs> I was talking to I'm not my friend. I was talking to my friend, and he was just like, man, I feel some type of way because I'm over here through the pandemic, still working, busting my behind. Thankful I got the job, but I'm going to work every single day, busting my behind. You got people at home making more than me off the government. Yep. Yep. Or on YouTube or whatever they're doing. You know, they're finding something that's, you know. No, we talking about we talking about that money they were giving out though. Oh know? yeah, they for sure were hitting you up with so, the uh, with the payments. I got something one time. I said, "Oh, that's for me," because I used to do promotional modeling back in the day, and I was like, <laughs> "Like the big work." And I was like, "Oh snap, that's nice." And people getting this all the time. Because remember, <laughs> nice. remember, they were getting unemployment on top of the government giving them yeah. the unemployment so people were making more than what they were making when they were working so that's what he that's was talking about wanna work. that's why now nobody wants to nobody work. still they still want to work they still out there like i'm gonna just figure it out it's too many people out here just figuring it out yeah, yeah. 
it's it's crazy, man. It's hurting us. I also yeah. wanted to say something too. You were talking about um, what were we talking about? Um, I forgot what we were talking about. I didn't forget, but I, it was it was a point that you made. But I just wanted to say this: there was this one thing that my best friend told me a long time ago to kind of change my perspective on how I dealt with. Oh, because we were saying, because I was saying you, you know yourself, you're confident in yourself, and and I also want to put it like a disclaimer of the of knowing that that's not to say that you don't hurt, you don't cry sometimes, you don't feel less than whatever. You don't have yeah. imposter syndrome. Like, I'm, you're human. We all going to deal with that, right? So you still deal with that. Oh, yeah. I still deal with that, right? But here's the thing that my friend told me a long time ago that helps me through all of that, right? Is he was like, man, because he's he's real competitive. He never likes to lose at anything. And he he's like, I'd be damned if I beat myself. So he was like, man... And he doesn't he don't he doesn't talk about his emotions much, but he was like, This is what I do. He's like, Man, if I break down and I cry, I know that I'm just cleansing myself at that moment. Mm-hmm. I don't let that allow me to spiral downward. I know that I'm just cleansing myself of all of these feelings, all these emotions, or whatever I'm going through, and then I'm gonna pick myself up. He cause he'll be like, Man, all right enough i I done been down for two days it's time for me to get off my ass i gotta go pick myself up and go out here and get it you know what i'm saying and that's his mentality and i was like you know what that's crazy because that's exactly how i feel whenever i'm crying whenever i cry i just feel like i'm cleansing myself you know what i'm saying and i'll and i'll and i'll soak in that moment i'll live in that moment i'll let myself go there you know and just let these feelings emotions run wild and crazy you know i don't get all crazy and nothing like that but you just gotta know that hey i'm cleansing myself of everything that i'm feeling so i can be anew and just start fresh and go at it again because that's what life is about if you woke up today you got one more shot at least one more shot to be a better person to right your wrong to whatever it is you didn't do today the day prior like you have at least one more shot so you have to know that right so I just wanted to say that, so I forgot you were talking, so I didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah. Just no, to say that. I agree. I agree. Like, the one more thing is so big. This is a guy that I like named Ed Milet. Do you watch him? I've heard of him. No, I have not. I have not. No. But I heard of him through yeah. um, uh, who, uh, Andy Frisella talks a lot about him. Yeah. I like him, too. I like his, like, yeah. I don't give a damn personality. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but um, Ed Milet has this thing where he talks about just one more rep because his dad passed away from his dad was an alcoholic for a very long time and he would always, he said he was going to, you know, stay sober. And so he got sober and he said when he was a kid, he would ask his dad, dad, you're going to stay sober. And he'd be like, son, I can't promise you anything, but I'm going to try to do it for one more day. You know, and he just kept saying one more day, one more day, one more day. And he stayed sober every time he said that for many, many years, he ended up passing away for an unrelated reason, but he was sober for 16 years and every day he would say, I'm going to be sober one more day. And yeah. I was like, that hit me. It's like, and then he has this thing with the gym. He's like, you want to go to the gym? I do one more rep. If I say I'm going to do it for one more minute. If I say yeah. I'm going to read for 20 minutes, I read for one more minute. And it's like, you create this habit of showing yourself that not only do you show up, you supersede what you said you're going to set, going yes. to do. And that is what creates, that's what separates winners from people who just, you know, are teetering. Uh, uh. Winners, we do not only what we're supposed to do, we just do a little bit more, you know, and- um, Because most people, I'm sorry to cut you off, but most people are gonna say, I'm gonna do 20 and they stop at 19 and be like, ah, 
I had enough for I that. I have clients that do that, like be counting the whole time. And I'm like, you counting, but if I don't feel like you really feeling these reps, we gonna do four more. Right. Because <laughs> what's the point of just doing 10 to do 10 and you ain't feeling none of these? Right. Either we gonna exactly. go heavier next round or you finna do five more. Right. Just, that's how it's gonna go. Because we're not doing stuff just to be doing it. And the right. crying thing, I've had moments where I had to break down. And like you said, I would just cry. And, yep. and ask God for the next step or, you know, understand why you're doing this for me. And it's just what it is. And I just gotta, you know, I have to feel my feelings is what I call it. And I will cry. Like you said, I will wake, I will get up and I'll wipe my eyes. Probably either go for a walk or I'll take a little nap. And when I wake up, I have a cup of coffee or something to re-energize my energy. Yeah. And I hop back in motion again because yeah. you have I mean, it's bottled up in you. If you're hurt about something, you're sad about something, you're disappointed about something, something's not going your way, someone didn't show up for you, whatever, it, you're going to hold it in. I mean, crying is so healthy, right? you know? Yeah. Not to the point where you, like, you know, give up, but you got to let that out. It's, yeah, you it's, definitely got to so let healthy. it out. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about Beauty Mark now. So we're talking about your coaching business, but... Give us a little, you know, roundabout about everything that you have to offer your clients. And I, I got some questions about that as well. Yeah. Um, Beauty Mark Coaching. Um, remember I said I was going through my stuff today and I was getting ready for moving. And I found this old notebook from when I won a beauty pageant back in the day. Okay. And um, the thing that um, I wrote the day of that pageant was, from this day forward, I'm going to encourage women to chase their dreams and, and let them know that their scars are their beauty marks. And that was my thing way back then. And it's funny how I have said some rendition of that throughout my life, but I never fully went into the coaching. I've been speaking about it since I was, since back then. This was probably yeah. well over 15 that, that years. That was in New York, right? The yeah, I was in New York during that time. I was like, yeah, I that. I'm about to age myself. It was about 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, so um, Beauty Mark, was this thing because i have like a, a mole on my face so i call it my beauty mark but i i also transitioned that statement into saying like find the beauty in who you are and leave your mark in the world and that's mm, what okay. beauty mark means for like, me and yeah that's that's just my thing so the coaching um i have a program you can either choose to work with me for three months or six months and it's called reinvent your life and we just we have a discovery call we talk about what you've got going on and what you may think some of your roadblocks might be right now. And sometimes we don't even know what our roadblocks are, but right. I can kind of figure out what it is when I hear yeah. you talk about yourself. And because um, we tell on ourselves too. We can I can hear people's insecurities just in just in their everyday description of what happened to them today. Right. I can hear what's going on with that. And um, so we, I, I analyze that and then we self-analyze. I help you self-analyze and then we kind of go from there but my goal with you during that three or six months is to challenge you to not only look at yourself in the mirror, but I challenge you to go for something that you know is your higher self speaking to you. Because I meet a lot of women who are teachers and nurses and, you know, are they entertainers? I have a lot of entertainer women that I speak with. And there's something deeper inside of them that's beyond the surface title that they all want to do in this life before they leave the earth, yeah. whether it's help young men. I have a lady that wants to help young men 
that are underprivileged that are in high school learn how to apply for college. And I'm like, that's a big deal. You know, maybe they don't even know college is an option for them. They're underprivileged and think that all they have to do is play ball. And then if that doesn't work, they need to just go get a job. Do they not know there's other career paths she wants to do? Like, you know, some form of career coaching for them. And then there's so many things that are not the titles you hear in school of what we can be if you're not a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher or whatever people don't understand your job title but i listen to these women that i have and they speak on the things that they're passionate about and their gripes of the world and i always say part of your purpose is probably the thing that's going on in the world that's pissing you off the most Mm. you know whatever you feel in the world is something that you feel is a major problem and it bothers you every time you hear about it or every time you see it there's something in it for you and I, I, I look for that with people. I'm like, what is it that she keeps saying all the time that she doesn't like? Or what is it that I keep seeing her face light up? Because we do Zoom. I can okay. see their face light up when they talk about a particular topic. And they don't even realize that their whole tone changes. They get all fast talking <laughs> and ugly when this is something that they speak about. And I pay attention to that type of stuff. Because yeah. you can tell. You can tell. People are just looking for their outlet, but they don't think that the outlet brings in an income and they don't think that they can do that for real in life. They look at it as a hobby. And I, right. I work hard to help them see that that's not a hobby. That's your purpose. And you can make or, a living in your or, purpose. Or, or, <laughs> what, or what the close ones to them may feel or think about that transition into that career as well, because they may look down on it. Like, oh, that's not, yeah. that's just a hobby. And they care about that. So they have a hold on them and they don't pursue it. So, yeah. That's a big deal. It is a like, big deal. Like, that's actually a really big deal. I've had to speak to spouses before, you know. It's um, a really because... big deal. And they just disregard it. And it, it hurts that person. And they're dying inside because they can't mm-hmm. be themselves. You know what I'm saying? Can't be yeah. themselves. They can't chase their dreams. And they may, yep. be, they may have a, a high-paying profession career and they're not happy right and that's what you know what i'm saying it's not their life all the bills are paid they got the house they got the car the kids are doing good but there's something missing in them they're not able to work on their passion something's missing i know this sounds hella cliche but like it's the truth like this is true people ask me all the time when i was starting my personal training business if i wanted to put my resume in at certain jobs and I would do the resume and I would submit myself to these job opportunities. And then I would get on the interview and I'd be like, man, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do what I do. Like, I'm not, if I got to make money, then I'm going to have to live a particular way for a little while so I can do me, then I'm going to yeah. just do me then. Because yeah. what's the, I just can't imagine clocking in every day to something that I don't think I'm great at or something that I think I'm passionate about or something yeah. that I don't think I can like grow into. You know, I... And I'm not knocking nobody's day job because if you love what you do, it's your... I have a client who loves working in corporate America. She loves her position. She loves helping people. And yeah. I just encourage her to keep doing what she's doing. I'm not saying you have to be an entrepreneur. That's not right. my MO. But like, it's are you happy and fulfilled? Fulfillment is everything. Right. And right. we're not happy because we're not taking the time out to really analyze what our day-to-day life really entails. Are you happy? What does happy even right. look like for you? Like, do you do anything that makes you happy? Did you stop? Did you not? Do you not have a dog because you travel too much? But do you love dog? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How you go to the dog? You know, and it, everything else will figure itself out. You know, you're, you're. We're not doing things we love 
for the wrong reasons. And so it's just a matter of uh, tailoring our lives. That's why my um, program is called Reinvent Your Life because I, I want to wake up every day happy and I want to wake up before my alarm goes off most days. And I want to wake up and just be really excited about like what the day holds, yeah. you know? Yeah, I want to say wow. this too. I want to say this. It's kind of like a devil's advocate to entrepreneurship, right? Some people aren't cut out to be an entrepreneur, but because it's the thing to do right now, people mm. change. But you know deep down in your heart whether you are capable of managing people, leading people, even leading yourself, managing yourself. If you suck at managing yourself, how are you gonna manage somebody else? How are you gonna manage a business? How are you gonna manage payroll? How are you gonna not manage anything? It's not gonna work. So stop it. If you are yeah. cool, see that's the thing though society and social media will have you thinking that it's not cool you're lame to have a regular nine to five there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with you being a normal person who wants to go make that money at their job nine to five leave right. that over there come home and do you whether it's with your family or you just come home you yeah. chill you go out have some drinks you go to the lounge you get something to eat you take some trips and you're making good money, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong there with it at all. Nothing wrong with that. People need to understand that. These kids need to understand that. But yep. that's not what is being portrayed. That's that's what's not being sold anymore. It's right. all about being your own boss, be an entrepreneur. Well, guess what? Some people are not fit to be that. Right. And they leave that's a good job and they go try to be an entrepreneur when they really know deep in their heart they're not, but they love what it looks like right. online they love what it looks like online and they think their life is going to be that way and it never pans out because they they didn't even have the passion to, to quit their job and go do what they wanted to do they don't have the passion for it it just sounds good it looks good so let me go try this and you're gonna fail. yeah you don't have the passion yeah. for it you're going to fail because when that sh gets hard you're gonna quit you're gonna go right back to the job quit. Immediately. yeah you're gonna quit and it will get hard because being an entrepreneur feels like this all the time. <laughs> You're going to quit. It's so a lot of work. Keep your job and be happy and okay with being a normal person. Yes. It's or okay. if you are pursuing it, and if you are going to pursue being an entrepreneur and you already got a good job, baby, keep your job mm -hmm. and you're going to have to find some capacity to work on your shit yes. with you are not at work and it does sound extremely hard because when you get home from a job that you might not even like you're probably hella drained and that's natural <laughs> yep. take a little nap wake up a one hour 30, 30 minute one hour nap no longer than that get up and this is sacrifice season for you whether that's yep. going to be for six months or for a year but you got a lot to do if you think you're going to do both at the same time but right. it will pay off but you gotta start you can't quit the entire job your only means of income right. to go be an entrepreneur and now you got no money coming in do you know how stressful it is to be an entrepreneur but you ain't got no money coming in your yeah. bills is piling up everything's hitting you there's more month than money and you are looking crazy out here and now you're trying to run a business you're gonna be coming from a desperate space begging people to get with you for whatever your product or whatever you offer because yep. you have no money coming in. And, and people now run you run the other way when they business. smell desperation. They run the other way because you, 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 you're doing anything and you sounded like a cheap salesman, you know what I yep. mean? And so yep. it, it, it doesn't pay off. Keep your job. 
And your job's probably teaching you things you need to know to be a good entrepreneur. I'd be remiss if I didn't say I needed some of those jobs I had back in the day. They taught me how to delegate. They taught me payroll. They taught me all types of stuff. They taught me how to, they taught me what I don't like and things I need. (laughs) I was just going to say that. Try to find something that you can learn the skills that you're going to use in whatever you're pursuing outside of that yeah. good job. Utilize that, you know, yep. get that on the yep. job training for you and then for go you. out and do you, you know what I'm saying? If that's what for you do. But yep. again, I will say this again, and I want people to hear me loud and clear. If you know in your heart that you're not an entrepreneur, but it looks appealing online and you might think that, hey, let me take a stab at it because that's the life that I want. Right. Let me tell you, keep your job, be a worker, be an employee if that's what you do best. And you know that's what you do best mm-hmm. because you can still make hundreds of thousands of dollars working a nine to five in the right position. You know, go mm-hmm. get some degrees, go get some more degrees if you want to make some more money. That's the, how the game goes. But you can still yeah. live that life that you're seeing online. Working a nine to five. That's what these kids. That's what these kids need to understand. They think you be famous. They think you got to be famous or a ball player or whatever to live that life. To go hit, you know, Bali or uh, Bali and and all these islands and ride jet skis and on the boat and these. You can work a nine to five, high level, good paying job, manage your money right, invest. And you could live the life that you see online doing that. It doesn't take being famous. It, it, shit. A lot, a lot of people famous can't do that. Facts. It's rented. They're broke. Facts. A bunch <laughs> of likes and have nowhere to live. A bunch of likes and have nowhere to live. A bunch of likes and got a bunch of roommates. Yes. A bunch of likes and a bunch of debt. Yes. A bunch of likes and a bunch of lies. Yes. Get on up out of here. Like, and I meet kids yeah. all the time and they're just like, oh my God. You know, you tell them what you do and they like brush over you, like, whatever. Um, I'm like, have you heard about so and so? Oh, you need to follow her on TikTok. She has 5 million followers. I'm like, I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to look her up either. I don't care. But, right. you know, I'm just a, I'm a different, I, we're just different. I'm just from a different generation. I don't plan on hopping on any of that stuff. I mean, if I do down the line, y'all don't kill me, but it won't be the way y'all thinking. I'm not going to be. Right. It's just, it's, it's not appealing right now to me. Here's, but, here's, here's something they need to know too. Those people that are huge on TikTok, huge on YouTube, huge on Instagram, guess what? They have a skill set that you don't have. Oh, so you that's still, true. You still need to train in digital marketing, SEO, whatever it may be. They have something and they're doing something that you don't have. But I guarantee you, if they bought all of that, they're not popping. They ain't really making no money. You can't buy all them followers and get the engagement you need to sort these companies to pay you like that. So they have a skill set or somebody they're working with has a skill set that you don't have. That is so, very true. And I will say, like, disrespectfully to give them their props, there's persistence. My my three-step system with my clients is like, they have the persistence. They get up every day and they shoot them damn videos. Yep. They have the attitude because they, they are personable enough to make you want to keep watching them. Yep. And they're motivated and they yep. have a mission. And their mission is to entertain and to bring in brand ambassador deals yes. or to get some kind of notoriety that can get them monetized. So yep. they have this shit together. 
I just don't move that way, you know, but I can understand right. it from a business mindset. The ones that are winning right now and they're going far. I get yeah, it. For sure. I yeah. get it. And let's you know? be clear. We're not here saying people who are getting it on Instagram for real or TikTok for real or YouTube for real, for real that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing right. wrong with that. Do you, but everybody Do who's you. glorifying that and that's all they think. Like, I just want to do that. I right. want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. Like. That might not be for you. That might not be right. you. You might not even have the work ethic to do that, to be that. You don't. I'm positive no you don't. Know. I'm positive. Most people don't because yeah. I don't even want to post all the time. <laughs> so, right. you know, it's it's a, it's a it's a real work schedule that these influencers for really sure. put together for themselves. And I get it. I just, yeah. what you were saying earlier about the kids not understanding that, you know, having a, a job is not a bad thing. They don't see that enough. I would love, maybe they don't, maybe they do, I don't know, but I, I just, I would love to see more of them um, being excited about a young author or a, a young lawyer or a young business owner who, or young CEO of a company or, you know, I, I love seeing more of that yeah. because it gives them a reason to, um, you know, strive for some normalcy that can also be a great career path right. they don't see that enough they just see videos dancing cooking yeah, exactly. whatever they just see that stuff and they think that that's the only way or that's the only thing that success looks like and success looks like yeah. so many things yeah. and um that's where the problem with the social media stuff is for me i see that i'm like mm. yeah and and that's exactly what i was talking about i'm not talking about the ones who get it who might work their butt off nine to five whatever whatever but they have some desires to do something different or even do uh, influence and work, whatever, but they do understand hard work. They know what it is yeah. to work a job, to build their skills up. They know that's cool. But the ones yeah. who just think that I have to be famous to get that, no. And there's you no can... passion behind it. Right. If you're posting stuff, be passionate about it. Because I find that the ones that are really popular, there's something that they like to do, whether they're making skits mm -hmm. and they're funny or they're cooking because they actually really do like to cook right. or they make clothing or there's some skill set they've honed in on in front of the world to see. Mm -hmm. Not just the foolishness. Yeah. Like, if you, you, how long you plan on doing that? How long are you going to keep that up? Because, um, <laughs> you know... Get a skill, get a real skill. And the ones I see that are, you know, comedies, I like those. Those are cool. I get it. Yeah. Or the fit people who are really doing the fitness. Like, I don't mind that. And just, you know, there's some people that I feel like have gotten on the new wave and are doing good. But then there's some that I'm just like, baby, please don't, don't discredit the fact that you, you probably should get a job. <laughs> yeah. You should probably be on Indeed right now. <laughs> right now. Right a second. Right. They, that's the ones that I'm looking at. Like, no, baby. Like the girls who just show nothing but their bodies and twirl around. I'm like, yeah. baby girl. <laughs> Every post is just a new outfit in a new position. What is that? What unless are you trying to do? Unless you're modeling your own clothing line. I've, I have seen that's that. But that that's something. far that's and few. That's fine. Then there's the ones, and you say something about that, and they're like, oh, well, she's a brand ambassador for Shein or whatever these, you know, Fashion Nova, mm -hmm. and she makes money doing that. And I'm like, all right, if she's using that money from that to do something with it, that could be another option. That could be another yeah. case study. But I don't know, you know, but it, it is getting a little redundant on the internet for yeah, me. Obviously. But no, there, there's well, a lot on there that you don't see no hashtag Sheena or you know, Fashion Nova, none of that no more. It's just they, they're just posting ass. That's what they're doing. That's it. 
that's about it. And that's a story for another day with the young girls have no role models. Because yeah. if you ain't got a big old butt and some fake this, fake that, then you are discrediting yourself as unattractive. And that's another yep. story for another day. But social media is also affecting self-esteem in men and women. You Absolutely. Know, it, it, Absolutely. I'm glad I wasn't dealing with that when I was up partying and my age group was out kicking yeah. it and whatnot. Yeah. I didn't have that to sit around and compare myself to that all right. day long. And I That's had the time to mature and have my own self-confidence. Because I can only imagine what a young, virile, 22-year-old mind is thinking when all they see every day is BBLs, wigs, all the whole to-do, every single day oh. life. That's what to when did wigs... When did... Get so good? <laughs> They look like me. They look like hair. They're so good these days. I don't wear them, but I see girls and I can't tell the difference. They are doing a great job. Like, like, cause listen, when I when I think of a wig, I relate that to my grandmother. That's what I saw growing up. You know, some, of, some of my aunts, like, when did this happen? Where all these young girls just want to wear wigs? I don't. They're putting wigs and weaves in little girls' hair too. I'm seeing like really young girls with wigs and weaves on. I'm like, please let your daughter grow up and and love what she looks like before you start making her feel like what she has isn't enough. Yes. She's enough. At five years old, she's fine right where she is. Put some pigtails in her little head and let her go to school. Yes. Oh. Why my. does she have weave down her back at four and five? What are you telling her? She's not cute unless she has her hair done? Like, come on, we're not gonna start doing that, are we? Yeah. It's just, this world is really wild. I'm a fan of you keep yourself up. If it makes you feel pretty, you do it, do it for you. Yeah. But I, I'm, my only concern is, do you still feel beautiful when it all comes Without off? It. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. I'm not knocking yeah. it if you do it. I like getting dolled up too. Yeah, I, everybody you know, likes to play dress up. Everybody loves to play dress up. But my thing is when you take it all off and you look in the mirror, are you okay? Right. With that. And I hope you are. And if you don't like it, you you know, you're working on your skincare, you're working on taking some vitamins or whatever, because getting in the habit of only feeling beautiful when we're dressed up is not, it's not healthy for your mental. At all. You can't go nowhere unless you're done up. You can't even go to the grocery store. That becomes another roadblock. You used that word earlier. I love that word because that's a roadblock for, for women. I don't know if men yeah. are like that, but I can speak as a woman. That's a roadblock for us, just feeling less than and unpretty and let we do all the things. Yeah. So you're not gonna go to the store, you're not gonna go, you're not gonna you're just gonna skip certain parts of life because your confidence is so low without all of this. Right. Your confidence is attached to that falsified image that you've created. Right. It's your filter in real life that you're wearing every single right. day got you feeling like you're not beautiful without it and everyone is beautiful in their own way like if you learn how to fix what's going on with you it's really the food we not eating and yep. the drinks we're not drinking we're not drinking no water and we're <laughs> and we're eating all the wrong foods and that's <laughs> showing in our skin and our hair and our bodies and everything yes, and indeed. we keep throwing stuff on it i'm gonna throw a wig on because i can't my hair is not growing but what now are you your eating? hair falling out Right. But I got blemishes all over my skin. But what are you drinking? It's like, do that stuff. But also, let's start working on how we can fix these issues because they're fixable most of the time. There are diseases and things like that, of course. But, you know, for the most part, I'm like, if we could remedy the things, then so we can get back to maybe accepting our face without foundation or accepting our face right. without, that would be such a healthy place to be because 
ain't nothing better than waking up in the morning and, you know, washing your face and, and your pores are clean and your breath smells good because you're taking care of your teeth and your hygiene yep. and you, you brush your hair and you don't see a bunch of hair in the brush because your hair is healthy. You know, those are the things that people are not, they're taking for granted. That's important. Yeah. You get older, you, you want to still have your teeth for a long time. You want to have your hair, you want to have good skin and, and then for just health reasons. Right. You don't want kidney yeah. disease if you don't drink enough water. You don't, you know, that's the, that's the real issue. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not yeah, thinking okay. about When that you get stuff. past the vanity, it's, it's really more about health. It's the health. Period. Because they don't understand the side effects of their doings or lack thereof. Like, for real. And speaking of, you said something about mirror and reflection. Let's, let's, let's talk about what does it take for you to get a client to really understand that the only person that can really change that reflection in the mirror is them mm. maybe they're looking at themselves and they're like i just don't like what i'm seeing i don't like the person i see in that mirror and i don't know what to do how do you get them there how, how what, what do you do uh, you know it's crazy because a lot of times statements like that come from someone else saying something to them when they were younger or more or recently mm. and it's some right. figure in their life that they have put on a pedestal that has torn their self-esteem to pieces or somebody didn't respond to them in a way that was favorable and they're carrying that weight from all that time ago and they can't release it no matter how many people tell them they're beautiful they're this they're that there's that one person that they put on that pedestal that doesn't believe that to be true has told them that it's not true and they believe that it's not true because somebody's on a pedestal and that person has gotten this great importance to them in their life whether that person's not even in their life anymore it doesn't even matter right. there's always a person or there's always a situation that i've noticed people like to go back to from back in the day well when my husband left me or when or when i lost that job to that one lady or when i lost my home there's always like some past event or past person that has left this terrible dent in the back of your mind that has affected your entire life. Yep. Everybody's got some sad story that is keep repeating in their mind over and over and over. And it's like they uh, have a, uh, a feeling of how high they can go in life before they bring themselves right back down to where they always are. And it's like, oh, I'm about to be doing good. But remember when you were a kid, you got molested? Yep. Oh, I'm about to get that promotion. But remember that time that guy told you, you know what I mean? There's like always this, this upper limit problem that people have. We all have it. I want to say and this to the men, too. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. No, I want to say this to the men. Oh, it's the four men, too. Especially if you're married. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes to that. But I want to say this to the men. Especially if you're married. Be careful of your words to your women, your mm -hmm. wife, about their appearance, their weight. So one thing you got to understand about women. Women are hormonial so the weight is gonna fluctuate regardless i don't give a damn you stay in the gym it's gonna they're gonna get a little pouch they're gonna do something right it, hormone mm -hmm. you gotta understand that see and that's the thing men lack that knowledge of just the woman's anatomy and their body right really be a grown man about it and learn so mm. you're tearing your woman down because you're always making comments about her weight so when she's looking at that person in the mirror, that reflection in the mirror, and she's seeing that person she doesn't like, it might be because of you. But mm -hmm. I want, but I want to keep, I want to go even further. Be careful about how you tear her down, 
You know what I'm saying? And the things yeah. that you're saying, because you might be the reason for the, the, the detriment in her life or the spiraling out of control or the depression or whatever it may be, all because you don't understand how her body works, how a woman's body works, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have to know that. So you might be the reason because of all these remarks and all these comments. Oh, girl, you yeah. need to lose that weight and you do that. But guess what? For better or for worse, Whew. death do us part. Like, what did you sign up for? You got to know that, that that's what comes with it. And you got to love that. Where she is, where she is right now, you still got to love that. Now, sometimes some women need some intervention. Yeah. You know, they might be <laughs> right. spiraling out of control. They got bad habits. But if you see they don't right. have bad habits, you can't be nitpicking at their bodies or, oh, girl, you this. Oh, girl, you that. You need to lose this weight. You need to do this. Be careful of your words. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to encourage. Yeah. And then at the same time, you got to know that she's going to come around. And all the stuff that you're saying, she already knows anyway. But sometimes it just takes time. You got to let them do it on their own. Because yeah. Because then it's more purposeful, it's more meaningful, and they're gonna be more driven to do it when they finally decide. But if you in their ear and on their head about it, please, they're gonna sit in it. Yep. Ooh, you just that's my coaching model. You just gave it away. <laughs> I'm not finna tell you what to do. You finna tell me what you finna do. I'm gonna make you tell me what you about to do. <laughs> Cause we already know what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. That's why we stressed. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing more stressful than knowing what you're supposed to do and you don't do it. Yes. But not keeping your word to yourself is like Absolutely. the key to killing your own confidence. And that's in every single area of your life. You know every area. what every you're area. supposed to be doing or what you're not supposed to be doing. And it's killing you inside, eating you up. Because you know It's better. like the homeboy tell you, I'm going to leave her alone, man. I'm going to leave. Because you've been told him to leave her alone. But now he's decided. I'm going to leave her alone. And then you see him with her next week. <laughs> he ain't mad at you. He mad at himself because he told you. Finally, he told you what you knew already. He yeah. said he was going to do it. And because he did it, now he really mad because he lied to himself. It's one thing when you telling him and he not ready. It's another thing when he's finally realizing, okay, you're right. I'm actually going to tell you now that I'm going to do it. Yep. Oh, I'm going to start working out on Monday. And then you've been telling me start working out. And then I don't go on Monday. You ask me, did I go? Now I'm just, now I'm mad at me. Until you get mad enough at you, you're not going to change. And that's just the point of it all. I, yes. Until yes. you get mad at yourself, you're not going to stop. Yeah. You, or start, or start rather. Mad you're at just yourself, not. tired of not seeing the results you want. But how are you going to get the results if you're not working towards it, not doing what you know you're supposed to be doing to get there? And then That's you it. see somebody else come along and supersede you and they get what you've been wanting, but not working for it. And now you're mad. Now you're in. Yep. Come on, yep. man. And that's Anything that you look at that bothers you, that's that something's triggering you about that. Yep. You triggered <laughs> that that person said they were going to do what you said what you was going to do. And they did it. And they did and it. They are six months ahead and you back still here. And yep. they started when you said you was going to start. And now they're six months ahead of you. And it's not a race, but it is a, you know, it's a mirror to show you where you could be had you started to. It's a reminder. And it's a, a reminder. quick reminder. This is God. He's not like, a race, but it's a reminder. So when you're going to get moved. going. Yeah. The thing is, people don't understand that it's not about making 
the biggest move. It's about making a move and it's got to be a move. It doesn't matter if it's the wrong move, you make a move. Because until make you make a move, move, you don't know what the next one's going to be. <laughs> you know, you got to make a move. Sometimes you walk you to the pick gym. the wrong one to figure out the right one. You have to. When you get to the yeah. gym, you think you're going to be freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger when you walk in? No, but you walk <laughs> in, you open the damn door, you look at all that stuff. And yep. you go in and say, I'm just going to see what machines work my shoulders today. And you just start finding shoulder stuff. Right. Exactly. And then tomorrow you say, I want to see the leg machines. Just choose three. Okay, there's one, there's one, and there's one. Now you've understood leg. Like, it's a process. You're not going to go in there and know how to be a bodybuilder in one day. But everybody's right. so scared to make one step one you didn't know how to do everything you do like you had to figure out how to set up the camera right. how to get the other person on the other side how to tell them how to hold their camera how to tell them this was terrible Come on. lighting was terrible i use skype who the hell uses skype i use skype to do my interviews through the <laughs> software it was lagging cutting people off like all types of stuff glitching like Come a long way. Come a long way. You got way. a whole intro video that sound like Jay Leno. <laughs> That's official. And you've perfected your introductions with each person. You've you but that takes time and it effort. Like if you you're not gonna be perfect. I saw my first YouTube video. It's hidden on my YouTube now, but I look at one of my old YouTube videos. It's so dreary and I'm sitting in a corner and I'm just rambling. <laughs> And it's so blurry because it's old. And I'm like, I'm talking like I talk now, but it's just so, yeah, it's just all over the place. But that was me at that point, you know? Right. And then now I'm I'm perfecting myself. You know, it grow takes time. as you go. Grow as you, you go. Grow That's as you go. That's it. Don't wait around. You got to start. Grow as you go. You're not going to know everything. And even if you do, yeah. you're still not even going to know how to apply it, apply it all. You're not. Because you haven't been put to the test yet exactly you can start a business but do you know how to market it just because you're good at something doesn't know you know how to have a business you, right. you're just somebody that's good at something doesn't mean it's a exactly. business you know you gotta market um, you make your flyers like, you, know, you gotta promote yourself you gotta be there's so much work yeah. and people don't see that part they just want to see the end result but they don't see the creators at the house editing videos for hours and uploading and adding the tags and right. all the, they don't see all that stuff they just see the end yeah. process don't give up so quickly because you yes. it's gonna fall flat when you first put it out there. Some people put it out there and bang, it's a hit. Listen, that's one in a million. All right. Right. It don't happen every day. So it's gonna right. fall flat. Like I still struggle to promote my show. I still struggle to get people to come and join the live. I get my views after the fact because I mm -hmm. get on there and I start promoting. So it right. it's a struggle. But if I'd have given up, like, come on. I'm in that's three so years true. deep. Like three years, you know what I mean? That's amazing. You're like a pioneer in it because everybody ain't doing, wasn't doing this that at that time. And so you've been actually one of the people that someone probably watched to learn how to do their own. You don't even know oh, who I've, you're influencing, you know? Yeah. And I've even seen people. I know people, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, man, you inspire me. Like, boom, that good. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. You inspired me. I'm like, I want to do, I want to interview people like you. You did tell me that. You did tell me that. You did tell me that. You started doing your, you yeah. Yeah, like, and that's what part of life is, is that, you know, you just keep doing the next best thing and yeah. don't worry about what it looks like because you may be the person that has the million views on the first video, but guess what? Now your assignment is, are you going to keep staying the course and right. are you going to 
continue to, you know, execute at that level every single time? And are yeah. you going to be okay if the next one doesn't hit a million? Like, right. that's hard to start off here. And yeah. then there's people who like to start off small. And it's like, right. will you keep going when you don't get any subscribers? Will you keep going when the, no one buys your products? Will you keep going? Because right. when I first started my app, I had five people buy my app the very first day it came out and I was crushed. I was like, well, I thought everybody believed in me. <laughs> you know? And then there was about a few, there, there was a few sales here and there after that. And then one day I was in the car and I was driving home from the gym, wouldn't even think about nothing. All of a sudden I got all these notifications about all these purchases and my oh, girlfriend wow. called me. She was like, I was at work and I was telling everybody how I do my workouts with you on the app. And girl, everybody buying your app right now, we all at lunch. So I had like all these women from her job up. just like buying it and buying it. Cause you never know if you touch one person, how that one person yes. and they're, and they have you as a good, they give you that good reputation cause word of mouth is business building. Yeah. And you don't know, you just don't know. Cause now when I think about my clients that I want to help them with their exposure, the first person that comes to my mind is, oh, you need to go on my friend's show. You. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you know, I'm like, that's because I know what kind of work you do. And it's like, you just continue to do the right thing and show up good and keep being, you know, consistent. And you never know how one person giving you the, you know, thumbs up can yes. grow your entire business to a whole nother level. And that's not why we do it, but like, that's just what ends up happening when yeah. you stay the course. You do it long enough in the right way. Something, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Absolutely. It has. Yeah. That's just how it works. As long as your mind is on it all the time, that's yeah. what's gonna show up in your life in, in different ways. But the more I think about what I want to see in the women I'm coaching, the more I want to see certain things happen in my life, I start attracting it to me yeah. more and more. I was just thinking about you the other day, and I was like, I'm about to see if you want to bring me on for a second show. And then I woke up to your message telling me or asking me if I wanted to come on tonight. I was like, wait a minute now. Hey. Literally just said that over the weekend, I was gonna hit you up this week. That's crazy. Literally. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let me hey. think about a million dollars real quick. <laughs> I know, right? Let me think about a million dollars, right? That is crazy. <laughs> no, but we said we we're gonna do it again. So I, you know, always had you in mind for sure. But then I saw, I saw you were well on your way in what you said you're gonna do. So I was like, it's time. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. I don't even be knowing sometimes. I just look up and I'm like, I'm doing what I said I wanted to do. Or I'm doing what I said I was gonna do. And I don't know what it looks like on the outside. I just know how it makes me feel and mm -hmm. um, it feels right, you know. And so I'm just. I'm rolling with it. I'm not rushing it because yeah. I get those moments sometimes where I'm like, "Am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? Am I doing enough?" Mm -mm. And then I'm like, "Take your time, breathe, grow." <laughs> you know, that's it's your race. Time. Take your time. Take your time. We all want to rush it. We all want to rush it. We all have a desire, or or um, it's always just like an urgency feeling. Like oh, I gotta, I gotta do more. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. But you are. You yeah, know, you are. Unless you're just laying on your ass, right? Then you're not, you're not doing, then right. you're doing enough. Yeah, can you learn more? Can you learn different strategies, techniques, this, that, that? We all can keep learning, but you're still doing enough. But if you know that, then you're gonna get there. You're gonna do the things, the necessary things, or the adjustments, the tweaks, the the, the knowledge building. You're gonna get there. You're gonna get it. 
Yeah. But take your time. You're not racing against anybody. Yeah, we got to remember that part, though, because I have to tell myself that so much. And I'm pretty strong in my confidence for the most part. So if I'm yeah. telling myself that, I can't imagine with someone who, you know, their self-esteem is not anywhere. What they're yeah. probably thinking. They think about starting today and how they want to be where someone else is tomorrow. Right. Like, so hard to even... To, to say to yourself, I'm running my own race. It's like yep. you might be poor right now. You may not have money right now. You may not have your bill money right now. You might be being forced out of your apartment right now. You might be a single mom or a single dad right now. You might be going through some dark stuff right now. And it's like, how can I think positively enough to not want to rush this process? Because I need things to happen now. And it's yeah. a very tough place to be in. But it's definitely one of those like trust the process moments and just stay diligent in whatever it is you're focused on at that moment and just get really, really good at it. And if you can get through this stressful time and the stressful season that you're in, you come out on top and then whatever you were chasing during that time, you're going to be so powerful in it because you chased it while you had nothing. Yeah. And it gives you like character. So you appreciate everything yeah. that comes to you from it. And, but that's so easy for someone to say, like, I, I was building businesses when I was going through some of my darkest moments and it was tough. And, um, you know, I, I just, I just pray that people just hone in on their gifts and just know that you were given that idea for a reason. Yeah. And here's a God word told you to start this show, you know? Yeah. Here's a, here's a word of advice to people out there who may be struggling with, feeling like they need to run a race against somebody else or they're looking over the fence at somebody else's grass, put the phone down and stay off social media. Simple as that. Because I guarantee you, if you're all over social media, that is the number one reason why you feel that way. Guarantee. That's the number one reason why you feel that way. Yep. You probably have anxiety every single day. You pick that phone up and you're on social media and you're looking at what everybody else in your genre or whatever arena you're in doing what you want to be doing. You have anxiety and you're depressed and you feel like you're not doing enough and you're down and it's hurting production. It's it hurting is. you. It's hurting your mental health. It's hurting production. Put the phone down. Just put the phone down. But no, I need it because I need to promote this now and the third. Listen, Sometimes you got to go cold turkey, put the phone down and go build oh in other gosh. areas. Because if you're building nothing, what is there to promote? Oh my gosh. Facts. I'd be like, do people notice how I go on hiatuses all the time? And then I go ham for like three weeks and then I go on a hiatus. <laughs> I just listen to my body. When I start feeling the anxiousness and every, I'm, I'm, my, my version of anxiousness is walking too fast, doing things all fast. I'm an over multitasker. I've yeah. got, it's like, that's when I can tell that I'm not present. Yeah. And to slow myself yeah. down, I do exactly what she said. I literally put the social media down. And yeah. then I walk and I do everything slow. I actually say, I'm going to go in the laundry room. And guess what? I'm just going to fold the clothes. And then I'm going to put them away. And then I finish one task. And then I go in the kitchen. I'm like, I'm just going to wash this, dishes. And then I do the dishes. Because I was creating so much anxiousness all over me. And I look at the clock and it's 5 p.m. And I've done nothing but worry all day long. And yep. I didn't do anything. Yep. And slow down. Stop racing other people. And stop racing your day. Like, yes. slow
down. Like that has been so helpful for my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Just sit down, regroup, figure out what's the move the needle thing for the day. I have a move the needle list on my little whiteboard. What are three things I'm going to focus on today that will bring what I find valuable to me forward. Yeah. And I knock those out. Hardest one first. Yes. And I take my time and I'm fully present and I put a little timer on for deep focus for like two hours to get those things done. And I just had to be more intentional with my time because I was so anxious all the time trying to grow a business in 10 seconds because I was looking at past success and yeah. seeing how things went that way. Every business is going to be different. Every every level is just different. It takes time. You might in your 20s get everything you want in five seconds because you're just that charismatic and then you hit your 30s and it ain't popping like that no more. You got to work a little harder this time <laughs> to get the things you want. Um, and that's something I had to learn, you know? I just made a discovery. This is crazy. I just Uh-oh, made a come on, I Christopher just, Columbus. I just, I just made a discovery. <laughs> it's been right in front of me the entire time. I just made a discovery while you were saying that. What's up? I always say, and I don't know if you feel this way, but I always say, like, now it just feels like the earth is spinning faster because the days go by like that, right? But I truly now believe and feel that is it is in direct relation to the cell phone. Yep. Because when you were like, I'm just going to do this slowly. And, and, and why I can relate it to that. And I'm only on social media to promote. Right. And to just be active and whatever for my show and all that. Right. But on the weekends, I put the phone down and my weekends go by so slowly. Mm-hmm. But my weeks are a blur. Yeah. It's that, it's that god dang phone. It's the phone. And I've been saying that for so long. Like, yo, why are the days flying by? Like, It's like, it's a blur. And it's the phone. It's the phone. It's the, it's the phone. phone. Oh, I had a raggedy one for a little while. I cracked it and everything. It's it, <laughs> Look, Brent was like, listen, we asked you enough times to change this daggone SIM card out because we changed the T-Mobile five months ago. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I finally went to the store and like got all my stuff changed out. And when I got the new phone and the case and the whole shebang, there's a lady that walked in and she had a flip phone, old lady. And mm-hmm. I was like, I told the guy that was fixing my phone, I said, I bet she's so peaceful. And he was like, why you say that? Young kid. He's like, why you say that? I said, because she got a flip phone. She can't see nothing except for who's calling. No. She's only having interactions verbally. Like she's only doing that. She's not, she's not doing any of these things. And he was like, oh yeah, but he was young. So he didn't get where I was coming from, coming from. But I was like, dude, we're so distracted. Yes. I, was like, <laughs> I almost didn't want none of this stuff to be on my phone no more, except for my photos and my videos. And I didn't want to lose those. But I was like, I don't really want any of these. And my notepad, I need that. I'm like, I don't really want none of these apps back. I don't want to join another new one. I don't want to, I don't, I don't, not right now. I don't feel led to it. Maybe I'll change. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm allowed to evolve and change to somebody differently. But right mm-hmm. now, this moment, I know I got to focus. And the thing that does not allow that is that phone, child. I can't do it. I don't want to see what everybody else is doing all day long. People I don't even know. I don't even know you. Alone, Pam. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, 
why did why have i not realized that it's the phone it's the phone adding that stress to you it gives you a dependency almost where you feel like you gotta how many times a day do you check your emails like what are you looking for bills thousands a day and all the alerts and then i'm on social media and then people sharing stuff with me and if because i don't surf i don't surf like i don't scroll but people send yeah. dms so then they share stuff funny stuff whatever so i'll look at that but it's that dang phone i even get sick of that sometimes i got friends who don't do nothing all day long but be sending me stuff <laughs> i mean and I, and I don't even want to say the word friends people i'm cool with and i just be like don't ever tell me you don't have time to go to the gym ever again don't ever right. tell me you don't Time to start that business ever again don't ever tell me nothing and i'm that person in all my people's life where they get sick of me because i'm like oh you said you was gonna do that like i tell you and don't be telling me that and you sending me some doggone videos every three seconds of you on tiktok right. you could have right. went to the gym and been tiktoking and been yep. on that treadmill walking yeah if you're gonna do it multitask at least yep. like we got too many excuses and 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 we uh, I do not scroll before bed because I don't want none of those videos popping up in my dreams, giving me nightmares. Yep. I don't want, I just I can't, I can't. It, the world is very distracting. You have to monitor very. what you allow into your system every single day. Even that television, all those Netflix movies and TV shows and Hulu, all the streaming stations. I can't keep up with all these shows it's and I don't many. want to. Oh, they went crazy after COVID. Like it's just overload now. It went. It's to the point where I don't even know what, why, if you were on a movie, I wouldn't even know. Cause I don't, I don't have time to watch and scroll through 7,000. Exactly. Entries. It's too it's much, so much stuff. It's too much content now. It's like, here's the thing. And, and, and we're going to wrap this up in just a second. Cause I want to talk about imposter syndrome um, before you go, because you talk about that a lot, but I want to say this. Do you, do you, have you realized like in my earlier years as an actor, when people that I knew used to tell me, oh, I'm going to be on an episode of such and 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 such, right? It was more magnified. Like it was more like, not, not to say that I'm not happy for them completely yes. happy for them. Cool. Right. But back then it was such a big thing because it wasn't <laughs> so, it wasn't too much of it. Now, I just said it today. Yep. Now it's like, oh, I'm on this. Okay, great. But the no luster cares. is gone because it's so much. Gone. It's so Yo. much. We're being fed so much. It's like, okay, cool. You know, I'm happy for you for sure. But the luster is gone. It's like, gone. it's the norm. It's it's gone. It's just like we were saying before we got on this, uh, before we got on the show tonight, we had that pregame talk and I was telling you how I was watching the late night show the other night mm -hmm. and all the people were on there that I had never seen before. They were all TikTok stars that were now, I guess, celebrities, I guess now. Yeah. And because of this inundation of the TikTok stars being mixed in with the Hollywood stars that we've grown to know and watch build themselves up to a list. Yeah. These TikTokers are immediately being mixed in with them. And it's almost like our peers who we've seen high, like grind since like decades, like just been grinding to get these co-star roles and these recurring right. roles, just starting to see some, some good stuff happen for themselves. Like you said, the luster is gone because now everybody can be an actor, number one. Everybody gets on the mainstream TV shows now. It's not like you're special anymore. And I yep. hate the word special, but remember back in the day, you would see your friend and they would get like a, a role and they're talking to like The Rock or Kevin Hart. And we right. were like, whoa. 
now every it's just not even it's not even it's not even a thing anymore anybody can do the craft now anybody can be a singer now anybody can be an actor now and not just a sort of singer get on stages like as if they're rihanna at these concerts just like don't even have the talent don't even have a stroke of the talent right right that's what i was gonna say like Everybody can get on a show and you don't have to be a great actor nope. to, to get an opportunity. You really You gotta be dating the right guy for some of these women. They just gotta be dating the right dude or their nepotism, they're the son or daughter of somebody who's been famous who actually did yeah. earn the crown. You know, they're getting all the roles now too. And it's just like yeah. not saying that, that once they get the role, they don't actually work to do a good job because some of them right. do. Baby, right. would you have even gotten a chance to be in this room with right. these other seasoned actors who really have been working towards right. this wouldn't even have been able to walk in this room right. had you not had that attachment exactly. but nepotism has been going on in hollywood forever we're just seeing it more in right. our faces now because it's just like that but yeah it's it's it, it kind of it kind I, of I, makes i, I want to shout out um Dejour. i was gonna just he, say something about Dejour. because he, he's he's getting his breakthrough right now i feel that like he's booking like crazy crazy and he works so hard and mm-hmm. he's really 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 good amazing you know? yeah and he's like he's getting his he's getting his shot right now and i feel, i pray that that continues to snowball for him you know what i'm saying and, you know, and, 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 and listen everybody understand this is coming from two actors i'm an actor she's an actress like it's okay to show love it's okay it's okay to acknowledge someone that's really working hard for what they're yeah. getting right now. you know what i'm saying like we need to celebrate that more like i'm really really happy for him you know what i mean like yeah. for real. so it's gonna be there's a like a handful of us and i'm just so pr- mac wells leslie black you know du jour like i'm just watching my peers people who i i, yeah. I, I adore as humans yeah. Yeah. and i'm seeing good the good humans starting to book yes. she's starting to get her shot yeah Everybody that I've seen yeah. grind and really go to class and, yep. you know, get all the... Remember we used to go get our headshots printed out? <laughs> You're right. I used to carry a little notebook around with my little resume and my headshots in it. Right. And my little demo was like ready to be seen. And like, child, you couldn't tell me nothing. But those people, <laughs> the ones I came, the ones we came up with, like I'm seeing them get their due diligence. And I'm just like, yes, yeah. God's people are winning. And I'm so happy. And they're just they're really good and so it's good to see them win because they're actually really good and i love good acting like i watch stuff sometimes and i cut it off in the first four minutes i'm like yep yep i can tell you're acting i'm good i can tell you're acting good (laughs) bad you know and then you find like those hidden gems every now and again you're like who is this yeah. Oh, they be acting. You know, you're like, oh, and then you look them up, and they've been acting for like 13 years, and you're like, oh, this right. they can act, you know. Exactly. But of course, they're not glamorized, but they will be when yeah. in, in God's time. Another thing that's it's happening success. too that I'm starting to realize is, um, people who who have had success in the past, you know, I think that they're off the scene, and then I go onto some streaming platform. Um, Simone Gordon in the note in the uh, comments said you have to have basically every platform now to keep up and you do because I'll go on to like a new platform that I've never been on and be like oh you are working yeah <laughs> there you yeah. are haven't seen you in Love years that. but you're on the show like it happens all the time now you know to the actors yeah. that we grew up on you know what I mean it's like wow it's just so much so much content out there yeah, but- I've seen Zach Morris on something the other day I said Zach Morris acting <laughs> 
I was it's, hyped. I was hyped. Love some that. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. It really is. Yeah. And then, but but here's a good thing about the, the streaming platforms, though. It is producing a lot of jobs. So it is opportunities. You know what I'm saying for these people they to continue their careers and stuff like that. So let's talk about imposter syndrome before we get off here. Yeah. You talk a lot about that. What explain to people what that is and 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 what it looks like. I mean, it can look like a lot of different things. Um, I feel like people experience imposter syndrome when they're embarking on a new journey and it may be the beginning stages of that journey. And they may know that they have the right stuff to pursue that journey, but because they're new to it and no one knows their name yet, they're almost afraid to announce it. Mm. And they're afraid to put themselves out there because okay. they don't want to come off as a fraud. But they know in their heart that they really are a coach or they really are an actor or they really okay. are whatever it is they said they are to themselves. But they're having a hard time expressing that to other people because there's not a confidence behind it yet because they haven't made a big move yet. There hasn't been a big... Uh, they haven't booked that big movie yet, you know, so I don't right. want to call myself an actor yet. You know, I, I, I be auditioning sometimes. So you're an actor. Hey, well, so you know, they, I'm a little bit on the side. So they really don't want to announce it and then fall short because they're not trusting their talent yeah. and the work that they put into it. Okay. I get it. And then, there's, But there's many renditions of imposter syndrome. You could very well be a super successful person as well, but you're having a hard time going for the next level because you don't think you have what it takes. Yeah. So there's that part of it too. People who don't think they have it, but they really do. Yeah. And they're in a role that they don't think they deserve. You know, like imagine being a beginning actor and getting to star alongside Kevin Hart. Imposter syndrome probably sinks in immediately because how dare I, this person who's never booked right. anything and now I'm in a movie is starring me and Kevin Hart. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't deserve this. And that's that's another version of imposter syndrome. It's anything that makes you feel like you don't belong in the room, mm -hmm. um, even though you do. Anything that makes you feel like you're not good enough yet. That's where you experience, in my opinion, that's where you experience your imposter syndrome. Okay. And I actually spoke to someone, an actor, I won't say a name, who did um, play in a scene with somebody, you know, that was a big name. And they basically had that syndrome pretty much. They just didn't feel like, oh my God, they didn't feel like they were worthy or they were questioning their ability. And it's like, you booked the role, like trust your ability. You booked it for a reason, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And, but, but what they did was they allowed themselves to be coachable and thank God mm -hmm. that the person that they were in the scene with was willing to coach. Cause you know, uh, some seasoned actors aren't willing to coach. They just there to do their job and they just like, boom, I'm over here. You know what I mean? Right get the cold shoulder type of thing but you know it's not personal they just do their thing but that particular person was willing to coach through the scene and help them and it, it turned out great you know so awesome know. you gotta be teachable man i mean i'm opposed to it if i feel like you just trying me but <laughs> <laughs> you know some folks yeah i've been on the set before where my co-star was talking to me a little wild but you know <laughs> I, can take, I can take it when i know that this is coming from a good place and i can take right. it when it comes somebody that I can say has put in that kind of work that you could even be like, you know, cause sometimes people just chastise to chastise, but I'm getting, the sermon comes in with that part, but yeah. yeah, you gotta be teachable. Otherwise you're not going to go far. I don't know everything about life coaching. I'm learning as I'm going and I'm learning as I'm taking on new people and I'm learning as I'm growing as a human, yes. the more stuff I've been put through, the more stuff I've learned from, like the more helpful I am to every person that God brings in my world. And that's in any career. 
Yeah. Doctors don't know how to do every surgery. Is right. they are they know the basics. They know exactly what they need to do. They they finish school and then they go into real life stuff. Right. <laughs> and then the they don't know that when someone dies, how that's gonna make them feel. The oh, first yeah. death, the first you know the first yeah. baby they deliver, the first this is new experiences you experience as you go and and just life. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize there were so many suicides in um, the medical field. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you imagine what yeah. they see every day yeah. and how they probably put so much on themselves to cure and fix everything and everyone. Yep. And then somebody passes away under their care. That has to take a toll on you. Has to. You know, I mean, I'm hurt when somebody don't lose weight. I'm like, but what are we doing? <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> right, 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 right. But what then again, but then again, don't be hurt because you don't know what they're doing when they're not with you. Right. And then, like you said earlier, hormones. Hormone, exactly. Working out I, is cool and all, but if your hormones, hormones are in They might not know that them thyroids are acting up. That's a, I'm writing about that in my book. I'm writing my book right now. Think like a fit okay. chick. And okay. literally that's so the you, chapter I'm on. So you're coming back on here when that book comes out, right? You know it. <laughs> now, that's the pressure I just put on myself to tell you about it. Now you're going to be like, so when's the book ready? I'm like, ah, I'm still just, writing. Just DM me. I'm let me know. Done, hopefully in August. Like, what'd you say? I said, just DM me and let me know. We'll go. A hundred percent. I will definitely give you the exclusive. Yes. Give me the exclusive. <laughs> Yeah, hey, self-analysis, self-analysis before we get out of here. What's one thing that you mm -hmm. feel you could be doing better or more of to get you to where you're going? Whew. One thing I can do better right now. Um, hmm, That's a really great question. I feel like I have days where my self-talk could be better. I'm very hard on myself. Okay. And like I was telling you earlier, my anxiety creeps in when that happens because I start trying to put too much on my plate, knowing that it's not about how much I'm putting on my plate. It's about how well am I actually getting things done. Okay. So my self-analysis is watch my negative self-talk, um, listen to my body more so that I know when I need rest and when I'm overtaxing myself. That's one thing I can work on for sure. And I'm working on that by journaling in the morning because it lets all of my thoughts out of my subconscious mind onto that paper because there's a root of that issue for sure, for sure. and um i wrote i write it all out get all the feelings out about it and then i proceed with my day but that is a good way for me to start my day because i need to empty out all my thoughts because my mind is like 75 tabs on a computer <laughs> and it's Mine giving all Mine's so i'm working on that right <laughs> so i'm working on that so that that would be my my self analysis right now. My self talk is it 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 lacks sometimes. It's not it's not good. I need I can work on that. Okay, well said. Tell everybody where they can find you if they need you. So if you need me, if you want to set up a discovery call to discuss how we can work together and start reinventing your life, you can email me at beautymarkcoaching at gmail.com. And if you want to learn a little bit more about me, you can go to my website at www.pamelathebeauty.com. Cool. And oh, yeah, you can follow me too on Instagram, on Pamela the Beauty. All the handles are Pamela the Beauty. <laughs> there you go. And it's all in the, in the description down below. So if you need her, there you go. I got you. All right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it. been a pleasure. 
um okay. it's been great i mean we always have great talks great conversation we've been on here for an hour and a half so it's, you know it's been a great conversation way past, my your, bedtime. way past your bedtime Good it's all good it's all good take an extra 30 on the on the back end <laughs> thought it was well worth it well worth it thank you i appreciate <laughs> that i appreciate you always and i will have you back on the show once that book drops so um always a pleasure always great energy great conversation love it thank, thank you so you. much thank hey everybody you know where i'm at every tuesday night 10 p.m eastern standard time right here kicking it with someone like pam so <laughs> you know where to find <laughs> me we do this for you we can't do it without you thank you guys for tuning in and we're out of here y'all peace and love thanks again pammy Thank you. Bye. All right.